Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. We've got today's episode with David Meltzer, who's working to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, and even sharing out the Breakfast with Champion podcast because Glenn Lunny believes that if you can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact in their life. So let's pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions. Hi, David. Hey, Ken. <laughs> Thank you, Amelia. I just have to say, Amelia, I am so proud of you. I'm watching all your stuff and your growth and your wonderful inspiration. Uh, you are a ball of light, and I just want to say I love you and thank you, and I'm proud of you. Means the world to me, David. Thank you. Awesome. All right, let's get rocking and rolling. It is Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific time. I'm actually in Chicago right now with a whole bunch of, excuse my language, badasses. So Mike Tyson, Badu, uh, just amazing Amir, the heavyweight the kickboxing champion, uh, and we're going to do a pay-per-view. I'm fighting all three of them in the ring. No, just kidding. Uh, we're <laughs> here at a convention just having fun. Anyway, it is. Uh, we're going to do takeaway of the week. We're going to share our greatest takeaways, and I'd like, if possible, to make it relative to your genius, uh, and meaning that it's one thing to learn a lesson, but when we apply it to our genius, our genius is an expression of God that comes through us. Uh, That's the way I see our genius. And from the time we're born, we're blessed to win the lottery. It's over trillions and trillions to one chance to even be born. And yet we take for granted what other people dream of every single day. And I try to remind, recollect, and remember that, that I'm taking for granted all types of gifts that other people dream of, including, as we know, through the pandemic, just breath. We take for granted the fact that we can breathe. And uh, I want everyone to think about that great lesson that they've taken away, maybe here in Clubhouse or some other place in part of their life, and apply that genius uh, and lesson to your genius, to your expression of God, to all the things that people have tried to suppress and push down in you from the time that you won the lottery and you came upon this earth and the things that you take for granted that other people are dreaming of. And so uh, Jake is here. He's going to moderate with uh, and for and through us. Uh, he's an incredible young man who wakes up really early uh, to be with us and to help facilitate. Jake, welcome to Clubhouse. Thank you, Dave. Happy Friday, everybody. And yeah, I'm taking Dave over Mike Tyson and Badu Jack any day of the week. So if anyone wants to see that pay-per-view, it's coming to uh, to your screen and your TV pretty soon. hope everyone's excited about that. But uh, yeah, quickly setting the room. Thank you, Dave. This is the Friday edition of the Breakfast of Champions here at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central time, 9 a.m. Eastern time. I hope everyone has had an incredible week and is uh, looking forward to an even better weekend. So just wanted to set the room here. Uh, As Dave mentioned, this week we will be doing a takeaway of the week edition. um, And if it's possible to make it relative to your genius, your expression of God. So uh, for the next hour or so, we will be bringing people up. So feel free to either raise your hand or... If you're on stage and you'd like to speak, uh, please use the back channel on the lower right side or flash your mic if you'd like to speak and share. And then, of course, as well, feel free to use that plus bar at the bottom to invite your friends, family, anyone that you think would benefit from this conversation. So I think to start out, uh, Dave, do you want to start with your uh, takeaway of the week or do you want to start with someone that's in the audience? No, I'd love to share mine. And uh, it is the fact that I take for granted other things that people dream of. And I have to remind, recollect, and remember that every day. So I've added it uh, the way that I've implemented to my expression of God, to my prayers in the morning and my prayers at night. And, uh, you know, those prayers include but aren't limited to, you know, may God put at least 10 people in front of me that I can help. And may he put 10 people in front of me that can help me. Um, I now make a list of things that maybe in the morning I don't want to take for granted that other people dream of or at night things in recollection and reflection that I may have taken for granted. Uh, People in my life, ideas, activities, uh, capabilities. And I think the more that we pay attention and give attention to all of those different things that we take it uh, for granted, we will only create more fulfillment and passion and purpose and even profitability in what we do. And so, uh, you know, the example of uh, the takeaway would be for me, you know, not to take 
for granted the things other people dream of and to utilize and execute it by adding it to my morning and evening prayers. Uh, so thanks so much, Jake. Hopefully uh, somebody else has a little bit of value they can add to that and share. Yes, thank you, Dave. Uh, yeah, Dave Marino, one. Oh, yeah, Dave Marino, go ahead if you'd like to share. And then after Dave, uh, Monica Fullerton. So, Dave Marino, what is your takeaway of the week? And if possible, yeah, yeah. if you can make it relative to your genius, that'd be great. Absolutely, absolutely, Dave. I think I think um, your your lesson in humility and, and, and not taking things for granted is is uh, it applies across the board to folks that you know aren't even at levels that you're at right now. And I, and I oftentimes think about taking things for granted myself. My takeaway of the week is to kind of get out of your own way. Um, and you helped me with this over the years, and, and you recommended a, a book, Dragon Experiment, by Michael Michael Singer, and, I, and I've done a really good job over the years applying just being open to what uh, what, is, what is presented to me and then going with that. But I feel like over the last few weeks, over the last few months, there's been some resistance to just you know, seeking out the things that are in front of me and capitalizing on them. So um, my takeaway for this week specifically is to, to, to get out of your own way and, and be open to what the universe is putting in front of you. And Dave, you know, to get out of your own way, that's, you know, utilized all the time. People talk about that. And, you know, I want to point out that what I believe is in your way is you, right? And the you that's in your way is the ego. You know, we talk about the ego not being your amigo. It is the biggest creator of interference, void, shortages, obstacles, and resist. I can't hear Dave. Me either. Either. Jake, are you still there or did we lose uh, you in, Dave? to get it unmute. Well, my biggest takeaway is to keep moving forward. This is Renee while we wait for Dave as well as Jake to come in. Um, definitely just keep moving forward in your vision and don't play it safe. Currently right now, after Amelia's amazing conversation with Ken, to me it just really echoed what I've been doing. Um, you know, we've had our trip for Dubai aligned for October 5th through the 12th. And one of the reasons why I'm taking my team there um, with the Global Women Wealth Warriors is because I want us to prepare ourselves for the future. Right now, Dubai is already on 2040, and we have to really just start live life bigger. So what better place to go than to Dubai? Because they definitely um, really put you in a whole different mindset. So I'm grateful for Amelia alongside with Ken conversation today. That just, to me, I just did like that check mark. It's like, great. And another thing too, my other biggest takeaway, I have focused on women um, for years, but what we've done, we bridged the gap. And this year for our annual conference, we are also recognizing men and women. So again, that definitely was a huge compliment today for the uh, for the today's segment. So I thank you, Amelia alongside with Ken. I'm Renee Noor and I am complete for now. I hope Dave as well as um, Jake were able to come back on. <laughs> yeah, we're we're back. Hopefully you can hear me. Uh, I guess they're not paying the bills here at the West End, so hopefully everybody can hear me. Uh, but Dave Marino, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, in defining getting in your own way, uh, we are the only thing that gets in our own way, and our ego is that which illustrates the uh, ability or capability that we have to interfere or resist what we truly want. And it's important to identify those triggers of the ego when we're implementing getting out of our own way. So understand the ego itself and the needs of the ego and identify those things that are maybe particular to you and you know, reoccurrences in your life. For me, the need to be offended is the big one, the need to be right, the need to be superior and inferior, angry, anxious, frustrated. And of course, everybody has the need to be worried. And as my dear friend Sharon Lecter always says, worrying is wishing for what you don't want. So. All of the different things we want to do is to identify how we get in our way and then practice, just get better and better at getting out of our own way by dissolving, diluting, hopefully disappearing that ego uh, as quickly as we can 
from creating the resistance between us and what we already have and are connected to and through. All right, Jake, are you back, my friend? I am back. Thank you, Dave. And thank you, everybody, for your patience there. Uh, okay, we've got incredible takeaway of the week so far. Uh, we've got Monica Fortin. Monica, if you can please unmute yourself and please share your takeaway of the week. And then after Monica, uh, Siga will be next. So Monica, please unmute yourself. Welcome. Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. So my biggest takeaway of the week and on uh, this journey that I'm on right now is to believe in yourself. Um, when you believe in yourself, anything is possible. Um, I am currently on my startup journey right now, and we're a little over a year in the works, and we're raising our first round of funding um, on WeFunder. And what I've learned by getting the campaign live over the past week is that it's kind of funny. Some people will tell you you have all the odds stacked against you when it comes to raising capital. I'm a woman-owned business. I'm a military spouse. I'm a mom. I um, am a solopreneur, so I pretty much have every title stacked against me. And the only thing that's keeping me pushing forward is the amazing community of military and first responder owned businesses that I represent, as well as myself, because I know I am on a mission. I'm on a mission to um, create that, tra that change, bridge the gap between unemployment rates and entrepreneurship and believing in yourself allows you to keep pushing forward. So my biggest takeaway of the week is believe in yourself. And also um, I've learned this from Dave and I have it just engraved in my brain is always ask for help. So when you are on uh, your journey and on that mission in life, make sure you're asking for help from others. That's music to my ears, Monica, and congratulations on building a community from within. Uh, and I want everyone to think about what Monica's doing. And thank you for your service as a military spouse. Uh, sometimes it's more difficult than being in the military. Uh, and we should all uh, make sure that we uh, appreciate what our families, our military families have done for us to provide the freedoms and opportunities. And I want to reiterate those opportunities because I was thinking the other day how blessed we are to be here in America. I meet so many people, uh, you know, that grew up with nothing and there is no other country in the world where you can have absolutely nothing and then have everything and then absolutely nothing and have everything again. There's possibilities, probabilities, and an extreme perspective of abundance uh, like no other country. And those freedoms, those economic freedoms, opportunity freedoms, option freedoms are provided by our military families, uh, inclusive of the active military and retired military that we have. But those military families have provided us the opportunity and we should not ever take that for granted. Uh, and uh, we are blessed and grateful, uh, Monica. But even moreover, I think it's interesting too, uh, I had an entrepreneur, he created Smart Cups and he had gone to Harvard when he was 14, just a prodigy, right? Someone who is allowing his genius to be expressed uh, through him, never listening to anybody else. In fact, after he graduated Harvard, Rutgers, and Cornell, by the time he was 18, uh, you know, worked with NASA, an incredible scientist, uh, innately a prodigy in his quantum being, just unbelievable intellect to understand math and science. He decided for seven years to be a stand-up comedian. Um, I couldn't even imagine the resistance that he uh, went through. Uh, he even told a great story about Zuckerberg uh, early on uh, when you know he had his Harvard email, so he was on Facebook, and Zuckerberg kicked him off three times and said, Facebook's not for promotion. <laughs> so it just shows you, Monica, how your community can evolve from within, uh, and everybody should look within and ask for help outside uh, for building their community to provide the value and services and solutions that you feel will benefit or appreciate, add value to that community. And uh, Monica, you're doing a great job of that. And I am always available to help you as well. So please reach out. Uh, all right, Jake, hopefully you're still here as well. Let's keep it rolling. I am still here. Thank you, Dave. And thank you for your service, Monica. Uh, Dave mentioned your community can evolve from within. Uh, yeah, we are continuing down here on the takeaway of the week edition here on the Breakfast with Champions. If you'd like to speak and share your takeaway of the week, please just back channel me and, of course, uh, invite any of your friends and family who would like to uh, speak as well. So we've got Siga here. Uh, Siga, if you can please unmute yourself. And then next up, we will have Grace Holden. So Siga, welcome to the clubhouse. 
Good morning. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, David Meltzer. Good morning, Glenn Lundy and everyone on the stage. Um, thank you so much, Jake, for inviting me on. My big takeaway of the week is about expanding my upper limit and really getting this from David Meltzer conversation earlier in the week talking about how we expand what our upper limit of receiving is. And that if we don't do that, we reach a certain plateau and to go to the next level, if we are not aligned with that next level, we wouldn't be able to get there. Particularly for me, this was true because I had a conversation um, <laughs> with David around the issue of my mission, which is working with um, African farmers um, and really getting them clean, green, organic fertilizers that are made from plants that double their yield. But to get it to the farmers, the real small-scale farmers that I need to get it to, we work through governments. And the challenge we were facing is sitting with a minister of finance, sitting with a minister of agriculture who make the decisions just when we're about to do the contract, something happens. And working with David made me realize that it is my ability and my team's ability to expand our upper limit. And not only that, but to work on being aligned with that energy, not being fearful, not thinking, oh, is something happening? Why they're not responding at this point? We've already written the contract, those kind of things. And how that shifts the energy. And we were repeating these patterns from country to country, from Gambia to Senegal, to, to Nigeria, to Ghana, everywhere, just right at the brink of signing contracts. So expanding our upper limit, limits and being resonating at the same energy level of that which we want to achieve and turning away from anything that doesn't speak towards that. And that absolutely is um, what my takeaway of the week is. Thank you so much, Glenn Lundy. This is your neighbor, Sigur Jain in Frankfurt, Kentucky Limitless Sigur by continental Africa and the U.S. Thank you so much, Jake, again for having me. Good morning, everyone. Have a blessed weekend. <laughs> that is amazing. So many people create resistance before they even start because of historical activity that they've created through an energetic perspective. Your reality should exceed everyone else's imagination. Uh, that's something that I uh, strive for is that I want my reality to exceed people's imaginations. My mission to empower over a billion people on earth used to seem to be unrealistic at one time in my life. And now it seems too small as I think in the trillions of universes that exist, how small that ask is for over a billion people to be happy. Uh, and the same holds true in so many different pragmatic uh dealings that we have in business. I see so many people that are already expecting the same thing to happen, right? When we put our attention and intention into what we don't want, guess what we get when we do on what's missing or what has happened, guess what we get? We're so surprised when the same things keep happening. I've really utilized three words, Sega, that, that help me when I start thinking about, you know, providing those organic uh, fertilizers throughout the world, especially in Africa, uh, with big governmental ministers that we get to deal with. I tell myself all the time when the little voice comes up or other people tell me what they want for me or for the world, I just say, it's done, it's done, it's done. I remind myself that it already is, that I am healthy, wealthy, worthy, and happy, and I'm not going to allow the negative energy and negative thoughts or what has happened in the past to create resistance to it or interference from it, it's already done. And so I want everyone to think about when you have those doubts, fears, when things are habitually the same and you end up stuck and you just seem to be doing everything the right way in the consistent, persistent pursuit of what you want, but why is it at the very end it never happens? Just tell yourself it's done, it's done, it's done, it's already happened. And you will reduce and dissolve that interference of doubt fear, anxiety, 
worry, predetermination by focusing on what's missing, what you don't want, or what other people want for you. It is a terrible thing that I see happen. And that's the number one reason why people don't get what they want is because they're focused in on what they don't want. It's the number one reason why people don't get what they don't want because they're focused in on what other people want for them. It's the number one reason people don't get what they don't want because they're focused in on what's missing. Instead of realizing it's already done, what am I doing to interfere or create resistance, void shortages and obstacles between that which already is and myself? Uh, I love it, Sega. you've already made a huge advancement and I can't wait to see the successes that you will have around the world to change and impact the world and to make it a better place. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, Jake, uh, it is, what is it? It's Friday, Clubhouse, little Ask Me Anything, or nope, it's uh, Takeaway of the Day, <laughs> take it over. Sure will, Dave, Dave, thank you. And you are amazing, Siga. Thank you for sharing your uh, feedback and guidance. We really appreciate it, and your Takeaway of the Week. So yeah, we're moving down here on the Takeaway of the Week. It's really flying by. We've got uh, Grace Holden and then Shirley Ann who would like to share. So Grace, if you can please unmute yourself and welcome to the clubhouse. Well, good morning, Grand Rising, everybody, or evening, wherever you are. Siga, that was amazing. So Jake and David, thank you so much for this opportunity. I am the speaker brand chick. And I think I was thinking, I've been on for several hours since it opened, and I was thinking about my takeaway for the week, and I wanted to to just ponder on it for a while. And then I said, you know what? Why am I thinking about it? Let me just share it. And just this morning, I heard this sound bite. Um, I own a speakers agency called Real Champions League. And the soundbite said, do you want greatness? Have a conversation with your action. I think that was Ben. The question was, do you want greatness? Then have a conversation with your action. And I um, said, let me just talk about the reverse of what was really my takeaway for the week was that I did a five minute power talk. I think most know it was going on last week. We were giving away $5,000 to the person who presented. Um, we had 25 judges on the five minute power talk. Um, right here from Clubhouse. So it was all on Clubhouse. And we we wind up doing the $5,000 giveaway. But there were two there were 260 contestants, 25 plus judges, and five top winners. One that took the grand prize, the first runner-up, second runner-up, you know, all of that. And I said to myself, when I did that, I really wanted to just illuminate the voices of speakers, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, le leaders, CEOs, but what if I didn't do that? This was my takeaway. What if I didn't take action? And there are so many things I think in life that I didn't take action on. And I had an idea and it kind of went away, it fizzled away. So to all of you out there who have something and you know you do, you have impact like David, a billion people, like billions of people, that sounds so small now, right? And although it was just you know 260 people, it was hundreds of people that came through the room. We spent six weeks helping them craft their five-minute power talk. And I couldn't do it alone. Six weeks. And then it all culminated in 12-hour days. We did five 12-hour days. You guys, I'm so tired. I'm in um, at the Lake Austin Spa Resort here in Austin because I'm so exhausted just trying to relax. But we spent all that time. And if we hadn't done it, we would not have made that impact. We would not have heard those incredible five-minute power talks. We would not have been able to serve and give value. We would not have had Elle Michelle. Yeah, she's off now. I was talking to her. We would not have had Elle Michelle as our grand prize winner. Linda Marie, who was a Toastmaster world champion guru as our our second place winner. Coco Lorraine as our first runner-up. We would not have had that or Dr. Julio, or any of those people, we never even met them. So I just want to say my takeaway for the week is action. You know, action is everything. Do you want greatness? You want to serve people? You want to bring value? Have a conversation with your action and just do it. Don't give up, you guys. Move forward with your dream. This is Grace, the speaker brand chick. I love you all, champions. Thank you for allowing me to share. What a beautiful share, and you're exactly right. And some of the greatest minds on earth I've said, including Einstein, nothing happens till it moves. And, uh, you know, I'm a big reaction person as well. So I believe that you get one action a day and then everything else is reacting to what happens after that. And so 
which is why I start my day in gratitude is my first action. Uh, and then I react to there to plateau and grow, utilizing a baseline of my highest frequency and pursuing that. And uh, the law of Goya, right? Get off your ass. You got to make it happen. Remember this about action as well. Um, you can't out logic your feelings. And I see so many people waste so much time, energy, and emotion, and even relationships trying to use their intellect to change the way they feel. You cannot outthink your emotions. They don't, they, you, you cannot. That energy emotion is even at a higher level than a normal logical thought. The only thing that will change the way you feel is to take action. You can sit there all day long and say, let it go, let it go, let it go. But until you go outside and do a good deed or have some sort of activity that changes the way you feel, you're not going to be able to let it go or stop worrying or stop putting attention and intention into the coincidences you don't want in your life. You need to utilize action. And, you know, what a beautiful uh, way of displaying uh, action by providing uh, a platform to allow other people to share uh, their actions and their beliefs. And uh, just want to commend you and thank you for sharing with us that unbelievable takeaway of the day that is always forgotten, which is take action, utilize the law of Goya, get off your ass and make it happen. Uh, thank you so, so much. All right, Jakey Bakey, we set the room. Let's keep this rolling. Let's keep this rolling. Happy Friday, everybody. This is the Breakfast with Champions here on Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central time, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Welcome again, everybody. I hope everyone's having an incredible week. We're here doing the takeaway of the week. So your takeaway of the week, and if possible, to make it relative to your team. There's been some incredible takeaways so far. And uh, if you'd like to uh, join, just feel free to back channel me, and we will try our best to bring everybody up. Um, and then, of course, you can take a quick second, follow the people next to you, follow the people on stage. We're really creating an unbelievable community here. So take a quick second, shoot some follows everyone's way, and uh, we will move forward here on the Takeaway of the Week edition. So we've got Shirley Ann here. Uh, Shirley Ann, if you can please unmute yourself and share your Takeaway of the Week. And then after Shirley Ann, it will be Andy Bernstein. So Shirley Ann, what is your Takeaway of the Week? Hey, great morning. I tell you, um, I am really blessed just sitting here. So I just got some new stuff that just happened to me as well, listening to David and to you, and then also to Grace. But my big thing is showing up. I know that I have to show up, and when I show up, I have to be prepared to deliver. And I'm removing the word networking from my vocabulary to the word connection, because that's what I've been doing the whole time. And I'm going to speak that out, actually out into existence. You know, and I heard David said, just do, just do, what have you. So not only am I going to speak it and just know that it is, I'm going to accept it, which means I'm going to stop playing small. I'm not going to be afraid of success. I'm going to go do what it is that God has created me to do on this earth. And I'm going to keep showing up for Breakfast with Champions because you guys are challenging me to be who I really am. And that is great. That's my takeaway, and I'm running with that. Thank you. That a girl. Amazing. You know, this is the breakfast of champions, and we're going to stop eating crumbs for breakfast, right? We're going to start expanding our perception of do and done and allow those things to connect to each other as well. And no better way than to have that inspired thought uh, to be able to combine with the activity, which then will create a void for the universe to fill, which is exact. It comes at the right place at the perfect time. It reinforces our faith that although there are struggles and setbacks and mistakes and failures, when we learn and seek and delight the love and the lessons in it, that our faith will allow us to realize, in other words, to take our perspective and make it real, realize the truth, the potential in what we're doing. And that truth is that we're going to end up somewhere for better. So all the struggles and the pains and the setbacks and the stress or whatever else you perceive, we are capable of realizing utilizing our perspective to make it real what we want because it's already there all we need to do is clear the interference between us and what's already done by doing and quit asking for crumbs. let's have a big breakfast everybody here we have it every six days a week seven days a week i don't know how many times glenn does this for six hours a day but i am trying to inspire people to stop eating crumbs there's a trillion universes so you could tell me any dreams you have 
and I am fighting my own reality to say, you know what, that not only is possible, but it's probable. Use discipline, strategy, and awareness to effectuate it. Make your reality far exceeding and succeeding other people's imagination. Let's stop limiting ourselves. Let's use the Breakfast of Champions to serve a buffet that you've never seen before of everything you want coming to you at the right way at the perfect time. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Dave. It is buffet time here on Friday and every single day here in the Breakfast of Champions, as Dave mentioned. Incredible. Thank you, everybody, for your takeaways of the week. Uh, Andrew Bernstein, Andrew, if you can please unmute yourself and share your takeaway of the week. And then after you, we will bring on Bernada. So, Andrew, what's your takeaway of the week? Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, Jake. Hey, Dave. Uh, super glad to be on this uh, wonderful clubhouse early in the morning. Um, my, I have a few takeaways of the week, but the first one I'm going to lead off with is that I've had the privilege to kind of be in Dave's space this week, <laughs> to see Dave operate, to, uh, to understand, you know, the energy that Dave brings to the world and that he's brought to my life. And uh, I'm incredibly thankful for that. Um, and that's a result of my main takeaway of the week, which actually happened on Sunday, the 20-year anniversary of entering into a recovery program, a lifestyle that uh, that replaced a lifestyle that wasn't working for the previous 30 years. <laughs> and um, the takeaway from that is, quite frankly, is that that I don't run the show. I I, I got I heard this before. I have to stay out of my own way. Um, I have to let God into my life. You know, ego, like you talked about, Dave is in the recovery world is edging God out. You know, I, I want to bring God in. I want to encourage God's plan for me. I'm not trying to be preachy here, but this has become my sort of way of life that um, if I'm going to bring energy into the world, I have to, into my life, into my world, make decisions that, that require clear thinking. Um, I have to rely on a higher power than myself <laughs> to kind of guide me on that. And uh, it's humbling. It's difficult. Um, I tend to be extremely um, stubborn. I, I tend to want to know it all, claim that I know it all. And at the end of the day, I don't really know anything. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to, uh, to launch a new business after 40 years in another business, which is kind of insane if you, if you think about it. But yet it's incredibly inspiring and challenging. And to have this group, my recovery group, um, you know, Dave and, and all the fantastic people that work for him, my partners, um, I'm just inspired. So it's an inspirational morning out here in Southern California. And uh, I'm Andy B. And I will leave it at that. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. And congratulations, Andy B., uh, for your 20-year anniversary in recovery. I call it uncovery because you're just uncovering all the resistance. Uh, you're uncovering who you really are. Uh, Andrew's in the Hall of Fame in the NBA. He wrote a book with uh, Kobe Bryant and Phil Jackson. Uh, just uh, an incredible person and yet still reinventing and recreating, uh, which is a constant process. Uh, but the humility uh, for someone like you to come and share, you know, that you have struggles and that, you know, that you've been able to allow things to happen. And we all, you know, when the, the counterpart of asking for crumbs and realizing the universe, you know, there's trillions of universes. Imagine how much data exists, meaning facts, right? How many pieces of data exist if there's trillions of universe. So anyone that would claim to know how each of those pieces of data are interacting with one another and what effect dependent and independent variables would have in the construct of man-made time, the 24 hours of activity that God has given you here on earth to have activities, right? We're all granted in a pragmatic sense, 24 hours of activities. It's how productive and accessible and gracious are you with that uh, in utilizing in an efficient, effective, and statistically successful way in this uncovery, which people call recovery, uh, this uncovering of what you're doing to interfere with all of that power. See, when we start thinking about trillions of universes, all we do is become a little bit insignificant and a lot a bit afraid. And we shouldn't. 
right? What we should realize is that we're part of that entire ecosystem that enables us to have more power than we can even imagine, has more creativity power, uncovering power than we can even reimagine. And so what I want everybody to do is to test the limits of their own belief systems as we move towards this week and test yourself and ask yourself, how am I limiting? How am I showing up? How am I doing this? And, uh, you know, when we start asking ourselves by being more interested than interesting in ourselves, then we become more interested than interesting in the universe, in others. And we start asking for help, leveraging the power, the light, the love, and the lessons of everything outside of us by asking the how inside of us. Uh, Andy B, congratulations on your 20th anniversary of Uncovery. And I look forward to seeing what you do in with the legends of sports and all the things you have going on. So congratulations uh, on an amazing career so far. But I really look forward to seeing what's next. I do want to say one thing, and you know, not to expose Andy, but he's in his 60s. And I have so many 60 and 70-year-olds uh, that I work with. And they're like, this may sound crazy, or I can't believe... And, you know, yet when I have this 14 year old kid, uh, you know, tell me that he's had 1500 interviews and he's done, you know, Snoop Dogg and Michael Jordan and all these people. And then I have the 60 or 70 year old telling me, oh, it's too. I was like, wait a second. If that kid would have started when they were born, you know, and there's 14 years between those 1500 interviews on the global kids media, you know, uh, podcast that they have and they've had 1500 of the greatest people in sports on this on this thing why is it you know e anyway insane to say when you're 63 or 73 you know i want to do this when you have so much more knowledge so many more connections and so much more capability and i promise you that 14 year old probably started when they were 10 11 or 12 so you'll only you'll still be a young man on a journey uh, that you uh, just are getting in your own way and resisting. So uncover it all, create a greater flow for yourself between you and what's already done. Uh, this is David Meltzer on Breakfast of Champions. It is Friday morning, the 6 a.m. Pacific time edition of the Breakfast of Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Jakey Bakey, take it over. We'll take it over. Uh, thank you, Andy B., for sharing, and congratulations on your anniversary, as Dave mentioned. Okay, yeah, as Dave mentioned, we're here on the Buffet Friday. <clears throat> I kind of like that. But, yeah, we've got the takeaway of the week. So if you'd like to share your takeaway of the week, please feel free to back channel me or flash your mic. We will try to bring up as many people as possible. So next up, we've got Vernada. And then after Vernada, we've got Ethan Siegel. So if you can please unmute yourself and welcome to the clubhouse. No, thank you, Jake. Appreciate that. And it's Vernita with a long E, like you need me, Vernita. Uh, tapping in, and uh, David Meltzer, always good to see you. I'm excited for this topic, and uh, God, you, you're actually forcing me to have to pick and choose because you touched on so many things this morning, um, and I loved what, what Sika said, and I uh, appreciated Amelia's previous segment. Uh, we talked about love attract, law of attraction, but I'm going to say for me, the takeaway this week is um, investing in myself. And I think we were just talking about, we've talked about Tony Robbins quite a lot, you know, in the last couple of days. I just became a Tony Robbins coaching student. And uh, this is actually my second coaching investment this year. Uh, I've taken, also taken on a coach for a new industry or a new sector of my industry that I'm, I'm moving into with my business. And we had a conversation earlier this week with David Spisak asking the question, like, how much, like, literally tangibly how much money have we invested in ourselves this uh in the last 12 months and i thought that was an important question because really before coming into spaces like breakfast with champions i i was one of those persons who was kind of like the investment was always kind of for someone else that's something that other people did and it, it took me having a ch change of vision around my own gifts and genius that i deserve I have the right, and it, it makes sense for me to physically invest in myself. And I was speaking earlier today, uh, talking about you know my gifts of helping others to find their voice and speak your truth. I was uh, talking earlier today in Breakfast with Champions about uh, this week marks Black Women's 
uh, Equal Pay Day on August 3rd. And um, we were talking about, you know, what are we going to do to close the pay gap where black women make 63 cents on the dollar uh, for as to white men. Latino women make 55 cents on the dollar to white men in this country. It takes a black woman 579 days to earn what a white man makes in 365 days across industries on average in the U.S. So we have a lot of work to do. So as I think about what I will do with my genius, not only to create my freedom, but to be able to be in position on a grander scale to create freedom for others, my takeaway this week is to take the time to really truly invest in yourself, not just from a mindset, not just from showing up into spaces like this, but what dollars will you invest in yourself to move forward uh, with the resources that can help move you and the relationships that can help move you to the next level. So those are my thoughts, David, and, and thanks for having me, having me share. Oh, thank you so much. And every day should be equal payday. And, uh, if you want to make an investment in yourself, make an investment in others as well uh, to help create those equities, the equality that we are all connected to and through each other. And so I appreciate uh, you bringing that to the forefront so that we all can focus in on creating those equalities every day uh, and making sure that we all have equal opportunity and are paid equally for those opportunities. And I want to reiterate a couple of things. One, money is a currency. Right, money is an object of energy that we put into the flow to get what you want. We live in that currency, this pragmatic, man-made, constructive world that takes time, space, and money into account. Uh, and so, the time, space, and money, uh, those are all predetermined, pre-constructed, man-made constructs on this earth that can be expanded and accelerated by understanding how it blends with faith, how it blends with the greater imagination and virtual and unlimited world between here and infinity. So, uh, you know, it is that blend that we have to work back and forth to and through every day. But, you know, money is something that's very important to me. My motto is to make a lot of money so I can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I receive as much money as I can so I can give it away with the appreciation that I have with gratitude and forgiveness and accountability to add my value to it to provide more options and opportunity for all women and all men of all colors and all religions so that we can reaffirm and recollect and remind and remember that we are one. And you, by helping others or helping yourself, by elevating others, by elevating and investing in yourself and in others uh, is the best way that we can reimagine what we want in an accelerated fashion. So thank you so much. I also want to note one thing real quick. We, you know, talk about grab your notepad. I didn't get to start out that way. I just think it's so important to remind people that these are takeaways. They're an aggregate of an entire week of activity from some of the greatest thought leaders, what they've gained and gathered and how they're executing. Take notes and not only take notes to put into a drawer, but create a system or a process in order to effectuate reminding, recollecting and remembering the best of the takeaways, the ones that resonate with you most, the most that are timely and, and poignant to right now. And so, you know, if you're not taking notes, then you might as well not be here. And if you don't have a system in order to utilize the best of your notes to access those, because our senses are so faulty and weak, the way we see things, hear things, taste things, touch things, and remember, recollect and remind things, we need help. Uh, so go ahead, find whatever best works for you to take notes and how to use them. Uh, just as a reminder from me, something I have wasted so much important knowledge over the years because I thought I could remember everything that I learned. Once I learned to take notes and have a system to access what's most important from those notes, man, my life expanded and accelerated in the direction or trajectory that I wanted. All right, we're rocking and rolling. And actually, here. David, can I add, add one last thing, Bernita speaking? Oh, of course. No, I appreciate that because I thought you... Um, said something really important in response that I didn't want to have lost. You know, as we invest in ourselves and invest in others, also just to note for all of those who are now in position, that are at the table, that are in decision-making power, that are in uh, positions of 
wealth building or job creation, career creation, that it is the access. Access is what is needed to start closing these gaps. Access to capital, access to funding, and for those who are in position to provide that access, uh, my challenge to you or call to action is to take action, do your part to uh, to to start to close these these pay gaps. And so pay gaps as well as uh, investment gaps in uh, black owned and persons of color owned businesses. So thanks, David. Renita's done speaking. David, so. can I, this is Zane. Can I add just one line to what Renita just said? Yes, please do. Please do. Okay, so we as a company have decided uh, two years ago, and this is what everybody that owns or is in a position of hiring should do. We have made it a position that 51%, 51% of everyone we hire, our base should be color and women. We made that as a position as a company. I, all my nine companies are 51% or greater. Actually, my web development team is 67% women and minorities. Please do that. Renata, you, you are just such a darling. If we all, and it's only us who are in positions of hiring and positions of companies, we own it. Only we can change it. We cannot expect the bottom to come up. It's from the top we have to do that. This is Zane and I'm complete. Thank you so much. You nailed it. And I want to reiterate one thing too, in my companies, and I'm blessed to coach so many great CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Um, the Rooney rule has worked in the NFL. Um, and so if uh, you aren't capable of hiring that many uh, people, each time, every position that we hire for, and I encourage the people that I coach and work with and mentor and teach uh, to at least make sure it's a requirement to interview, interview women of color uh, in each position uh, to make sure that before a decision is made that you have interviewed uh, for that position from all the different uh, places of representation, it'll make a huge difference. Because a lot of times, you know, if we're if we're not specifically seeking, you know, a lot of times people have defeated themselves. I will tell you one thing I've learned from having three daughters that amazed me. Uh, my graduated daughter, my oldest daughter, graduated from college with honors. She's an amazing. I wanted to hire her, uh, but wanted her to experience someone else. Uh, you know, and wanted her to do it on her own. Well, you know, I'm going through and helping her with her resume and we're looking at different opportunities and it says, you know, oh, you need three years experience at this, five years experience at this. And my daughter looks at it, oh, I can't apply there. And I said, well, what do you mean? She said, I don't have that experience. I said, you do have the experience. And I, I you know, I have so many guys that interview for positions and I'll ask them about the experience and they'll apply what they've done to meet the criteria. You know, for example, when I got my first job that paid me a million dollars, nine months out of law school, it, one of the requirements for the job was to have four years of legal experience. And I can just see, you know, the mindset of women, the self-defeating because of socioeconomic biases that have been inherently created in our, not intentionally, inherently created in our society that, you know, the women lawyers would have looked at that job and said, well, I don't have that experience where I said, yeah, I got four years of legal experience. What they really were talking about is, you know, litigation experience, being a real lawyer. Well, I just graduated law school, but I just applied my life skill in legal experience and going to law school is that what it, that it was. So I want to encourage women of color, people of all types of backgrounds, not to be self-defeating, that they're not going to you know, give me an opportunity because I don't fit perfectly in what they're asking for. Make a requirement to interview like we do in the NFL, the Rooney Rule. We interview for every position from all the spectrums to provide opportunity for those that may not feel comfortable even seeking it. This is David Meltzer. Thank you, everyone. This is a really important issue and a really important takeaway. Uh, I've been the chief chancellor of uh, Junior Achievement University. I was a, a 10 in Junior Achievement myself. We have 100 million alumni around the world. And there was not one girl in my group. And today, over 50% uh, from 15 to 25-year-old Junior Achievement participants participants worldwide, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of participants worldwide, uh, one of the largest NGOs in the world, are over 50% of those uh, entrepreneurial 
students are women. So let's make sure that uh, we're providing opportunity beyond equity. So thank you so much. Sorry for going on that, but it's very important to me. Uh, well, we love you, David, for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And it, and it is a, ma a male female thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like people forget it, whether they're women or men, th this is an issue for everyone. Not, not just, you know, women speaking up for women. This is men speaking up for the people that created them, women as well. And it's just as important to men out there to make sure that we raise the issue and support the issue as it is women speaking on behalf of themselves and others. So thank you very much for bringing this to, to, the, to the buffet of champions here. Thank you, David. Thank you, everybody. Uh, okay, we have about 10 minutes left here. I'm just gonna quickly reset the room. We're here at the breakfast buffet of champions. Uh, on Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, if you'd like to share your takeaway of the week, we're trying to get to everybody here. If uh, we don't get to you this week, please feel free to email David. It's uh, david at dmelzer.com, david at dmelzer.com, and we will aim to bring you on uh, next time we do a takeaway of the week or any clubhouses or anything that David is up to. So next up, we've got uh, Alpha 6 and then Alpha 6, Ethan Siegel. So Alpha, if you can please unmute yourself and welcome to the clubhouse. Hey, thanks for that, Jake. So, David, uh, last week on Saturday, I had the honor of interviewing Mr. Dennis Waitley, and I asked him a question I'd like to ask you. I said, when did you know that you were Dennis Waitley? I mean, he's in the room with Earl Nightingale, Bob Proctor, so many heroes. And even on that day, uh, Mr. Cardone here was able to speak to him, David Spizak. He's been a hero to so many, but he said something very interesting. At 88 years old, he says, I still don't know if I'm Dennis Waitley in the sense of what everybody else sees. At what point did you know that you were Mr. David Nelson? <laughs> That's a great question. And Dennis Waitley, I was blessed to grow up in San Diego, so he's a mentor of mine. And my favorite Dennis Waitley lesson is, I am planting seeds under trees I may never sit under. Uh, when I was talking about how frustrating it was that I wasn't communicating effectively, that people weren't hearing what I said. And he said, Dave, you're just planting seeds under trees that you'll never sit under. But I started to realize I was David Meltzer when I stopped trying to please everybody else. Uh, for me, two years before I lost everything, you know, as most of you know, I lost over $100 million in 2008. But in 2006, when I was running Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment, most notable sports agency in the world, so as a multimillionaire and somebody that had access to everything. And those are two different things because, you know, one of the superpowers I have is to give access to billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers. And that access was probably more destructive and valuable than the money that I had. Uh, but when I realized, you know, who I was, when I took stock in who I was, instead of trying to buy things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like, to please everybody, to live a frequency that varied by the person I was talking to, to please them and to be approved by them and to be loved by them. When I started to love myself, Alpha, when I started to live in gratitude, in forgiveness and take accountability to all the activities in my life to say, what did I do to attract this to myself? And more importantly, what am I supposed to learn from it? I truly understood what inspiration was to live in spirit, connected to and through everybody and everyone else. And when I became David Meltzer was when I learned my own frequency, when I took stock and looked within and gave meaning to everything I saw, not allowing other people uh, to influence me. I'm listening, I'm learning from others, but I am taking inventory. I have, I have these five daily practices from 2006 that I've taken on. I can't believe it's gonna be almost 16 years that I've been doing this, uh, but taking inventory of me, loving me. And what happened was when I learned to love me, other people started loving me. When I wanted to, them to love me, they didn't. When I wanted them to approve me, when I approved myself, they approved me. And those that didn't brought joy to me because I knew they weren't at my frequency. So, you know, when I have people that have attacking thoughts, judgments, and conditions, I offer my understanding, love, and happiness to them. I would uh, encourage everyone to look within. You can't find outside of you who you are. And you have to look within, know your what, know who you are, who you can help and who can help you, know how you're gonna get what you want done, and then do it now, prioritize by the importance of you, 
your personal experiential giving and receiving values. You are a makeup of your values every day and you will learn from those values. You don't know what you don't know. You have to live in radical humility and then you will be able to apply you to your life, apply your why to your life. And I think that's a really uh, important question and answer that you need to look within to find out who you are, what your frequency is, and don't search for other people's approval, love, conditions, judgments placed upon us. You can find everything you want inside of you because it's all coming through you, not to you or for you. So you don't need to please other people. You don't need to impress other people. You yourself can live your journey in the consistent, persistent pursuit of your own potential. Uh, I really thank you for that question. And uh, my life has been terrific as I've been on a journey of self. And I am, and when I shifted that paradigm that I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am worthy, and I just determine what I'm doing to interfere with the health, wealth, worthiness, and happiness that I am already connected to and through. So thank you so much for the outstanding question. Hey, thank, thank you, Dave. You. That was amazing. Thank you, Alpha Six. Okay, everybody, we've got four minutes here on the Breakfast Buffet of Champions. Uh, I think we have time for about two, either one or two more takeaways of the week. So. Ethan uh, Siegel, if you can please unmute yourself, and then after, if there's time, Mike Mamola. So, Ethan, what do you have for the clubhouse today? Thanks so much for bringing me up, Jake. I appreciate it. Um, so, my takeaway of the week is really uh, – there's an open mic. Um, my takeaway of the week has really been the power of taking small steps uh, and actions consistently. Uh, you know, I think we all have things in our lives that we want to work on sometimes, some new projects, some new goals that feel so overwhelming uh, because they're just so huge. I mean, I started my marketing freelance business like four years ago and, you know, that was a big undertaking. And, you know, once I got to a level of success and uh, was doing really reasonably well with my business and lost a bunch of weight, I felt like, you know, I'm in a good place. I could just kind of keep doing this. But then I said, you know what, I'm, I'm built for more. There's more out there than just where I'm at. And I, you know, I want to continue growing. So I said, you know, what, I want to create a course helping other freelancers and consultants and service-based solopreneurs, you know, this is a big undertaking. I've never built an online course or, or had any kind of group coaching program. So I said, let me, let me just start small. Let me just take one step at a time. And this week, you know, I started the week off just feeling overwhelmed, even though I've been working at this and I'm coming close to the home stretch. I was like, why am I feeling this way? I've, I've done so much already. You know, this, I've got a, this huge slide deck that I've got to create. That's going to take forever. But I, I just shifted. I said, you know what? I shifted. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to work on a couple slides. I'm not going to even try to tackle the whole thing in one day. And, you know, a funny thing happens. You know, you just focus on a small step. And I just banged out like 10 slides like very quickly. And then it just built from one thing to the next. And I think we're, we're all so used to, you know, people we see in the media who are like overnight successes. They, they just seem like, wow, they just kind of came out of nowhere. But I heard a great quote once, and somebody said, I can't remember who, uh, but it takes years to become an overnight success. You know, uh, we see the, the movies that we watch and, the, you know, the four-minute the four minute montage of somebody who's okay, you know, go coming up, up, from, coming up from, from the bottom and, and succeeding, and we kind of feel like that's going to be our life. Yeah. We're going to have to kind but of, you know. I might not stay on for. We're, we're going to just, you know, uh, you, know, you know, get through this, this thing we're going through, and it'll just turn around. But it doesn't take into account the, the reality of, you know, uh, what's uh, someone I, I read called the advanced beginner, like many of us are. We start things really messy. There's no four-minute montage. It could, it could be brutal. We can, we can win and lose and, and lose everything and then come back again. Uh, but that's just that's part of the process. And if you're going through that, you're doing it right. I mean, that's really what I've, I've come to the conclusion after feeling like, what am I doing wrong? No, actually, I'm doing it right um, because I'm, I'm making strides. I'm getting success. Um, and the reality is also, you know, we, we forget these things, but, you know, destruction happens in a moment. Anything that, that revol you know, revolves around growth takes a much longer time not to bring down the, yeah. the mood, not to bring down the mood of the room. But, um, you know, we're a little bit over a month away from, you know, from 9-11. I was actually a few blocks away uh, when the second plane hit in Manhattan and, and it felt like an earthquake. I'll never forget that the rest of my life. Um, and within a two-hour time frame, you had two towers go down, right? Destruction happens hey, in, a, in a moment. Hey, Ethan, sorry to cut you off. We just uh, we got to close out the room here real okay. quick. Okay, I'm just going to yeah. wrap by saying that, you know, 
over the years, you know, it all builds back up. I mean, now it's beautiful. Um, and that's the same thing for our lives. You just got to keep building. Uh, but I'm Ethan with the orange background. Thanks so much for bringing me up. Sorry for, for rambling, but I appreciate everybody. Thanks. Thank you, Ethan. And uh, yeah, there are no overnight successes. I always say it's about a 17 year old, 17 and a half year process as exponential growth and aggregation and compound interest of behaviors allow us to see uh, what we do. It takes 90% of the effort just to realize some sort of awareness to the results that we have, which obviously work in negative behaviors favor. So stick to it, stay in enjoyment of the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. It's nine o'clock. I have to hand this off. I have my weekly training coming up. If you need anything, just reach out to me. It's in my bio, david at dmelter.com. I will see you next Friday at the breakfast buffet of champions. Be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. Jakey Bakey, close it out. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everybody here on the Breakfast Buffet with Champions. That was an incredible hour of power for your takeaways of the week. As Dave mentioned, if you want to follow up, it's uh, david at dmeltzer.com, david at dmeltzer.com, or anything in his bio. So sorry we couldn't get to everybody. Thank you for your patience, and we will be back next week. So I think I'll hand it back off to Glenn if you're here, and if not, uh, whoever would like to take it over. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.